Welcome to the Athletes Mindset Academy podcast, where we help gymnastics coaches and parents develop happy, healthy athletes who know how to win. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome. This is Stacey Fletcher. Uh, we're here with Athletes Mindset Academy. I'm with Coach Amy, Ryan, and Allie. And today we are talking, this whole month, we're going to be talking about changing your story. And what we're there's so many of us that are held back by our past. We have something that's happened in our past, something that somebody said uh, that one time that we choked at that big competition, um, that one time that our athlete, you know, we thought they were going to be amazing and they really didn't do well and whatever it is, we have this story that we continue to tell ourselves that really holds our, holds us back and causes us a lot of emotional pain. And so what we want to talk about is changing that story to something that serves you. Now, here's what I know you're going to say to me, but Stacey, I can't change the past. I can't like go back and make something up. And here's what I would challenge you. You're already making something up. Most of the time when we look back at our stories, the actual facts are far and few between, right? Most of the story is literally the story that we've told ourselves about the house. And that part is the part that we want you to look at. We're not saying go back and pretend that the facts didn't happen. What we're saying is let's look at what you're making those facts mean about what you've decided that means for your life and what it means for your future. And maybe let's look at a story that would serve you better. So Guys, jump on in and let's just get started talking about this. Well, what I think is super interesting is um, whenever it's something that involves someone else, like let's say, well, this person did this or this person said that or this happened to me, um, we are afraid that if we do change our story, that then we're saying that it's okay that that happened or like that we are... Um, condoning it basically, but really it's, it's all for you. Like, is the story you're telling yourself, does that feel good to you? Is that serving you? And you get to decide if it is or not. And so if it's not you changing your, the story isn't going to affect anybody else except for you in that moment. Like this is for you. And that, that's what I like to get across because sometimes we're like, we're going to, we're going to like say that it's okay that they did that. Or they said that. And I'm like, no, you're just saying that you're choosing to believe something else that is helpful for you. Stacy, what do you think about that? I think so often. Yeah. We're like, well, I can't let them off the hook. We can't let them get away with it. But it's like, honestly, it's not affecting them at all. Like yeah. it's really affecting you. Like like if you think about that other person and how often they probably spend thinking about you being upset about that thing they did five years ago, like they probably never have thought about that thing again. Um, and so, you know, a lot, or if they have, like, it doesn't matter. What matters is your part of it. What matters is that. So I, I love that. I love that you bring that up. I think Amy another Ryan, thing about, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll jump in here. Another thing, another piece about that. I always jump in. So I'm always, you know, <laughs> Um, so one of the things that like Ali was saying is when you are thinking about your story, the thing that's really interesting to really focus on is what is it that actually, what is the result that you're getting? And the result's always going to come from your actions, which comes from your emotions and your beliefs, right? Your story. So if we think about 
nobody else, if you're feeling and you're talking about how frustrated you are about this coach or if a coach is frustrated with the team or a parent's frustrated with the child and the athlete, like they could do more. The frustration is in the person talking, is in the person who is experiencing that story. It's not jumping over to the other person that, that you're talking about, just like Stacey and Allie were saying. So what I like to, to think about is like Allie said, does it serve you to feel this way? Is that the fuel that you wanna be acting from? And is that really gonna serve you for the results and the relationships and the rewards that you want in your life? Because those results are on you. They don't affect anybody else, no. so. Hmm. Also, I think it's important to discover to yourself what kind of story you're telling yourself. Um, is it fictional? Is it future-based? Are you telling yourself a story about what could happen or what will happen or what might happen? Or are you living in the past and you're living in all of the facts that have happened to you and not taking the responsibility for those facts? Um, so being able to take the responsibility for your life, for your story, and then deciding what you want and then acting on those, taking like what we've taught the circumstances and changing them into your thoughts and where you're going with those thoughts. Are those thoughts fictional or are they facts? And what is basing the information? And then going into the action that is going to mitigate, correct, or accept, and then you get your results from there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think about how it serves us. Sorry, Stacey, go ahead. Okay. Sometimes I think it's really interesting to see how we think that blaming others or feeling like the victim actually serves us. And when you look at those stories, how are you acting like a victim when you believe you're a victim? How, are you, how is blaming other people helping you become who you want to be and take responsibility for your actions? So those stories are really interesting how we tend to protect ourselves by being a victim or a blamer. So, yeah. And the thing about it is, is that when we're in a victim place, like we're in so much pain. Mm -hmm. right? Like you feel a lot of pain and you feel that, that trapped, that hopeless, that I can't do anything about it place mm -hmm. when you feel like you're a victim. And when you make yourself the victim and the other person, the villain, mm -hmm. then you're constantly also in a place of where you feel a lot of emotion, negative emotion towards that person. And again, going back, that doesn't necessarily affect the person. It mostly affects you. You're the one feeling the negative emotion all the time and then taking action out of that negative emotion space. And so again, choosing to look at the story and maybe decide to not be the victim in the story anymore doesn't mean that that, uh, that, that like um, condones or, you know, says like that was okay. It just means that you allow reality to be reality. This happened. This thing was said, this person did that. And you stop fighting against the reality of that. And then you decide how you want to move forward with it in a way that is much less painful mm -hmm. because so much of our current pain that we feel is based around these past stories that we keep telling ourselves or these future stories, like Ryan said, that we tell ourselves of what might happen in the future. Mm -hmm. And so Let's get practical on how to actually begin looking at this. So the first part is just identifying some of those stories. A lot of them we replay so often in our heads, we don't, we don't even realize it. You know, like 
I was coaching an athlete the other day who was telling me about this one competition that he like really like he he you know uh messed up at a really critical moment and he has talked about that moment many times in our coaching sessions and so um like I don't think he even realizes how often that moment is replayed in his head and how much he attributes his the rest of his career since then on that one moment so a lot of it first is just identifying like what are these stories so then Amy once you've identified what do you do next Mm. Well, I, I like to ask five questions. So this is one of those little tools that I like to, to give out is I ask myself, is this really true? What is the story? So there may be facts and whether the facts are true or not really doesn't matter, but the emotion that you have behind those facts does matter. So is it really true? And does it serve you? And does it matter? And is there another way to think about this? And do you really want to hold on to this? Because sometimes we just do. And you just own the fact that I want to be upset and that's okay. As long as you realize you're doing that, that's not a problem. It's when you think something outside of you is doing it to you that it becomes a problem. Yeah. So that's where I just like to kind of ask myself those questions. And I, I always offer that to people. Hey, just ask yourself, is this really true? Yeah. You know, do I, does it really matter? Does it serve you? Does it really matter? Is there not another way to think about it? And do you really want to hold on to this? Yeah. If you do hold on to it for as long as you want and then just learn how to process it when you're ready, right? There's no yeah. time frame that you have to be happy. You don't have to be sad. You can be whatever you want. Just own that you're the one choosing it. Mm-hmm. So that's what that I in of itself brings a lot of emotional relief too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like moving out of the victim place, even when you're still, even when you're still feeling all of the same emotions about it, but not on top of that, also feeling like you you're trapped and you can't do anything about it. Right, right. Ryan, what about you? What are some next steps that you give people as we start thinking about changing our stories? Um, some of the next steps, and I, I actually want to illustrate a story on this one because it kind of helps us realize. My daughter, she's 14 years old, and it's cheer tryouts this month. And so she's been stressed and scared and nervous. And I took her to tryouts about two weeks ago and she's trying to level up (laughs) to level three instead of level what they're calling one and a half so she's almost trying to jump a whole level from one and a half to two and I asked her as I was dropping her off I says are you nervous and she's like yeah I'm nervous she's like and so I asked her I says well are you gonna make level three and she does this uh uh you know like teenagers do now uh and I'm like what do you mean uh and she's like, well, I just don't know. And I says, well, what do you know? What is the one thing you do know? And one thing you can control? She's like, I can control right now this practice, this tryout. And I said, that's it. That's all you can control, sweetheart. That's it. I want you to go in there and do your best, do your most, most awesome performance, tryout, whatever you want to call it. And then from there, whose choice is it? If she makes it to level three, it's the coach's choice. She doesn't have that choice. She can't just go in there and say, I want level three. So I, she's, so for me, it's living in the moment. I told her just like that, just live in the moment, whatever you're doing right then do a hundred percent. And then let, if you want to call it fate, let fate take 
whatever is going to happen and be okay with it, but only perform in the moment right now, right this moment, what can you do? What can you control? And if you live for that, then everything else works out in the end and always just living in the moment. That's what I would do. What about you, Allie? Um, so a lot of times when I have a story, I'm sold on the story. Like I just a hundred percent believe it's true. I, um, and so I actually just have to like sit down and write about like different ways I could tell the story. And it doesn't even have to be things that I believe or I'm a hundred percent on board with. I just have to open my mind up to that. There's options of other ways that the story could be told because I have told myself the same story so many times that like, it is true. Like it's a hundred percent true and there's nothing else I can think about. And so I get stuck in that. And then moving to somewhere new is hard because I'm like, I, I mean, I can't even allow myself to believe that it's an option. So just being able to open myself to options of, okay, maybe my coach saw the story as this way. Sometimes I even put myself in other people's positions. How could my coach tell this story? How could my parents tell this story? How could my best friend tell this story? Um, what would the beam be saying to me? <laughs> Sometimes it's a story about the beam is so horrible and I'm a victim of the beam. So um, I think it's really interesting to put myself in all the scenarios and write different options of stories and almost just like see how they feel. And maybe I still choose my original story. Like Amy said, you just kind of sit in it sometimes and you pick that, but I can at least open my mind up to there being other options of stories. And I think that's an amazing way to get my curiosity going and my brain stimulated and out of that one way thinking. Yeah. So the thing that we taught you this week on the Monday Mindset, which you can find on our social media pages or by subscribing to our newsletter, is the idea that um, of separating fact from fiction. So you start out by just writing out the story and then you go back and you circle all of the actual facts. So the facts are things that everyone would agree upon, neutral things that you can prove in a court of law. Like this thing happened, the person said this and like their exact words that they said, um, anything that like everyone would agree upon happens, including the other person. So like when you're like, oh, this person did something to me, like the facts are only the things that you would both agree upon, right? And it's so interesting how few of those you usually find in your story. So you circle the facts and you underline the thoughts, um, everything else, and then go back and write out the story with just the facts. And then, then it's a lot easier to start doing some of these other things that we talked about, about looking at it and going like, what else could I have made these facts mean? What else would somebody else think about these facts? A lot of the questions that Amy put and you know, Ryan said of like living in the moment, if I had to live this again, how could I think of it now? You know, like you can look at it much more objectively when you go back and you look at the facts instead of the story that you're telling yourself about it. And then you just kind of decide, like, like they both said, of if which one you want to keep going forward. You don't have to do anything with it now. We're going to teach you over the next number of weeks some other strategies. And then the last week, we're going to talk about actually changing that story. So next week, we're going to, um, next week on our podcast, 
next week and the week after we have some special guests, which will be really fun. Super excited for those conversations. Um, so I'm just going to highlight a few of the things um, that you'll be learning in our social media if you're following along. So one of them is looking back and having um, connecting with your past self. So if the story is about your past, looking back and connecting with that person, connecting with them with compassion, thinking about of, like most of the pain in your story is really about how you're treating yourself in the story um, and the things that you're judging yourself on, on how you reacted or what happened or what you did. And so looking back and connecting with that past self from a place of love and compassion is really important. And, and then a second tool that we're going to teach you the week after that is looking ahead and going, if I were a person in the future, if I were a future me who no longer believed this story, who had really moved on from it and then now was able to, to like move on into life and wasn't held back by this story anymore, what advice would I give my, my present self right now? How, what, what things would I say? What would life be different? So we're going to teach you both of those tools. So between the three, separating the fact from fiction, connecting with your past self, connecting with your future self, that's going to help loosen up this story. So keep following us all month long. Uh, any final things, uh, Amy, Ryan, Allie, that you guys want to add before we close out? The only other thought I had when Stacy, when you were just talking is the idea that when you are separating the facts and circling the circumstances, if you were to tell that story only, like Allie was saying, different stories, different mm, views, yeah. you just told the story of the facts, you'd be pretty neutral emotionally. There's just not a lot of emotions included in facts because there's none there's no there's no adjectives yeah. so that's a really neutral like ryan said and now like coming into the moment it's a really neutral space to to build a story upon if you just get the facts and start your stories from the facts you can go either way on the spectrum yeah so. totally love that mm -hmm. i like that all right guys sometimes it can feel like this isn't super important to do but i i tell you like there's so much of your current situation, the things that you're not confident in, the reasons that you're nervous, that are based upon stories that you've been telling yourself of things that happened in the past. And when you do this work, it will set you free to really accomplish your goals. And coaches, this is work that's so important for your athletes to do. When you notice them telling themselves a story again and again, I was coaching somebody yesterday who was like, I can't do a beam routine in front of people. And she had so much evidence for this story that she had created from that thought. But in her mind, this is just, a, this was a factual story. And she had all of these reasons that she believed it. And so using this tool to help your athletes as well, parents to help your children is really powerful for them to be able to get free and move forward in the ways that they really want to. Thanks for joining us this week. And we will see you next week. Have a great day. Bye everyone. Yeah. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. We believe that you've got this, but we would love to help you in your athletic journey. We know you need to get maximum results in the shortest time possible. So we've created a program with short, effective lessons and coaching that you can fit between practice and the rest of life. We coach parents, coaches, and athletes in the mental and emotional health tools they need to create an environment for athletes to thrive. Invest in the one thing that will have the greatest impact on your success, your mind. Check us out at athletesmindsetacademy.com. Let's do this.